This Is A What You Asked For podcast, part of the Asked For universe. Thanks for listening. Daniela, and I'm joined by my trusty sidekick Dolce, and uh, we'll get into Dolce's recent life lately. But um, if you're hearing like a helicopter noise, it's not a helicopter; it's just Dolce having a trying to have a scratch because he's not really feeling the best, and I'm not really feeling the best, and we both haven't had much sleep, and um, yeah. We're going to try and push through this as best as we can. Hopefully everyone's listening. And uh, let's do it. Let's get raw. Okay. So, we um, I did kind of have a plan. And then that kind of got thrown out the window. But, um, um stop crying. He's, Dolce's crying, I'm sorry. Um, he's he's joining in because uh, his cries are random. They're not always for anything. Sometimes they're just for attention. I don't know if you can hear him, but it's, it breaks my heart watching him be upset and sad and in pain. You're okay. Hmm? What's the matter? I'm trying to do my show. You're not helping. I'm going to sit up. There you go. Okay, so let's get into this. My random thoughts for this show. Well, where can I start, hey? Um, okay, so what you guys don't know is that I paused for about 20 minutes there. Um, my dog uh, had a massive throw up and this little weirdo fit happened so I just had to make sure he's all right he's okay now he's sitting next to me and um hopefully he doesn't have another freak out because I really just want to get through this um this episode so that I can uh go downstairs and um wait for the person who's inspecting my house today to come and inspect to make sure it's clean enough. So my random thoughts for this week, for today, for whatever, um, I actually don't remember. I'm still flaring, by the way, so this is not great. I'm catching a cold. And my dog's just thrown up water all over his fucking leg. That's okay. We've got a towel here. Anyway, I, I feel like I'm catching a cold. I'm a bit foggy in the brain. My words are really bad. Um, so I'm sorry if this is a bit fucking mentals, but, um, yeah. Okay, let's do this. Random thoughts. Why the fuck do dogs have to have anal glands? They are disgusting. They are exactly what they sound like. Anal glands or anal sacs, I should say. I don't know if any of you have dogs or animals. I'm not even sure. I'm pretty sure cats have anal glands too or anal sacs. I'm not 100%, so don't quote me on that. But um, my dog has 
an anal gland problem as he's gotten older in age. Um, so anal glands are these two little sacs on the sides of your dog's butt, anus hole, whatever you want to call it. And um, when they poop, it secretes a scent um, and that is like their driver's license pretty much. So when other dogs are sniffing other dogs' butts, that's what they're smelling. They get all the information they need from that anal gland smell. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever actually smelt butt juice from your dog, but oh dear. Oh dear lordy. It is not great. It is the weirdest, most disgusting, fishiest fucking oh, eh, pukey smell ever. And, um, yeah, it's kind of fishy and weird and not right at all. So, um, when your dog poops, a normal, firm poo, um, that it helps to empty the anal glands. Some dogs have trouble with this. Littler dogs have a lot of trouble with this. Some dogs have illnesses and things like that um, that affect the anal sacs. Um, my dog, every now and then, will need to go to the vet to have his squeezed out by the vet because I refuse to do it because, one, he'll bite me because he doesn't really like my finger up his butt, and two, it's the most disgusting, foulish smell I've ever smelled in my life. And I know this because my dog has had bouts of random anal anal gland explosions including this morning at 1am when he we were downstairs he's been unwell um so we were sleeping downstairs on the couch because i didn't want to have to keep going up and downstairs if he needed to go outside and he woke up and freaked out and looked at me and i went to pat him and as i scratched well kind of pat near his tail my hand was wet and of course I knew what it was then but what do I do I take a sniff and oh dear lordy it was foul as foul and then I freaked the fuck out at him which I really shouldn't have because it wasn't his fault he's very unwell at the moment um so he got a bath we washed everything we we cleaned everything we washed it all what made it worse is that when I put him on the floor lucky I had towels and stuff on the couch like I kind of knew something was going to happen um, he decided to drag his ass on my floor, so I had to wash the floor because he was leaving his scent everywhere. But we got through that. But fuck's sakes, why the fuck do dogs need anal glands? Seriously, it's disgust. Um, exploding anal juice is not what you want at 1am. Or any time, really. So... That was my most random thing ever. Why the f and it was the most random moment because it happened just out of the fucking blue, and it just makes me gag just thinking of the smell. Now I keep like touching the smell in my hand, even though it's fine. You can stop. Okay, he's eating his feet now. We'll get into his problems later. This show's probably going to be all about him because it's probably the most interaction that I've had with something this week. Um, yeah, but I'm not really sure about anal glands. Um, I know you can get them removed if there's a problem, but it doesn't really work. There's still that weirdo smell. So um, my dog's doing the scoot, and that usually means that his anal glands are playing up, and we need to get him checked out. So 
We are going to go to the vet on Saturday morning because it's the only time that I can get in. And I'm a bit pissed off about this because I'm meant to be going to the Animal Rights March. So hopefully I can fit everything in. Hopefully I'm up to it and I'm not flaring too bad because I really want to go to that. But I'll end this random section because I'm pretty sure you guys have heard enough about anal sac juice. And, um, yeah, I hope we sort this out soon because I, I can't handle another explosion. Got a question? Got a comment? Want to interact and help shape our shows? Then email us askfullpod at hotmail.com that's a-s-k-e-d-f-o-r-p-o-d at hotmail.com thanks for listening okay so arguments um i'm not really sure where to go with this one this time um not in an argumentative mood with myself i've not really argued with myself other than trying to argue myself down from anxiety attacks and some stress, I, um, I don't, I'm not really sure where to go with it. But I am going to argue the fact that the, the things in life are way too expensive and I just can't deal with that right now. I can't deal with anything right now. My dog is throwing up, so just uh, we'll just pause for one moment, eh? Okay, we're all cleaned up and back to it. But I have thought about it, and I'm gonna um my arguments within are purely why why do we need so many inspections when we're renting? Why can't we just have one a year or two a year? Why does it have to be every fucking three months? Like the house is clean. I've lived here for um, three, going into the fourth year now, maybe I think. I always pass inspection. It's always fucking clean. So why can't we just leave it at that? Why does it have to be every fucking three months? It's not like I'm trash the house, the dog ain't trash the house, everything's cool. It just annoys me because I, I know the house, my house is clean and when I know there's an inspection, I freak the fuck out. I'm like, oh my God, got to wash the floors. Oh my God, got to scrub this, got to scrub that. I clean anyway. What is the difference? An extra vacuum and an extra mop the day before they come over? Big fucking deal. But that's what I do. No, I clean the walls. No, I scrub the skirting boards. No, I make sure all the weeds are pulled out. And I fucking kill myself doing this shit. It's a double story house. And if you've ever had to carry a massive fucking vacuum cleaner up and downstairs, it's a fucking head fuck. And I'm just, I just, you know what? If I was rich, I'd just get someone to, you know what? No, I wouldn't do that. Because if I was rich, I would just own my own house and I would have a cleaner every fucking day so I wouldn't need to worry about this shit. But my house is spotless. They're coming between 9 and 12. We'll see. Like, ruined my day. Got plans but can't do my plans because fucking, you know, people are coming over to do shit. But anyway, I just don't think that we really need inspections that often. Um, it's a different story if you're a dirty pig and you've lived there for three years and it's always a dirty mess. But my house is never a dirty mess, and if it is, it's not that bad, and it always gets cleaned up, and I'm a bit OCD about cleaning up my house, um, and I'm not saying that OCD is a good or bad thing, it's just something that I think I suffer a little bit from, because I get a bit pedantic about shit when it needs to be done. Anyway, 
this is the most weirdo episode ever. But, um, stop. Come on, stop. Yes. Sorry, he's crying, but I'm going to argue that. I don't even know. This is just the most random episode ever. I'm so not in the frame of mind. I'm so all over the place. My head hurts. I'm so tired thanks to this dog. And I'm so sad that it could be coming to the end of his life. And to find out that what I paid for him, which was like 500 and something dollars, is pretty much what it's going to cost me to put him down if I need to. That is fucking bullshit. And I'm going to argue about that because it's not fair. Um, you know, you get a dog knowing one day that, or pet, animal, whatever animal, one day that something's going to happen to it and it's going to be the most devastating thing ever. And yet you need to pay to have this fam- so-called family member that is your your being your pet for however many years put down and it's going to cost you a fucking fortune, like $425 or $450. And um, that's crazy just to have it done humanely um, and, and them not to be in pain. And I don't think that's fair. Um, you're already traumatised and then you've got to fork out all this money to the fucking vet. If I've got this wrong and anyone's listening, please, please tell me. Um, because... I can't, if, if my dog's in pain and he needs to go to the vet to be put down, there's no way in hell I can afford that right now. So I'm not really sure what would happen if I need to do that. Um, I don't understand why pet care, even though my dog has health care, has to be so fucking expensive. It's it's really not fair. Um, we're trying to look after these little, these little animals, have these companions in our lives and it's so hard because it's made so expensive. Like, I don't understand why. My dog has pet cover and yet I still have to pay up to $450 to get him put down if need be. I have to pay $90 for two weeks worth of medications. I need to pay, you know, $135 to have a fucking morphine injection put in his back. What the fuck? Like, this is bullshit. It's, I can't even afford healthcare for myself. My dog has healthcare. And it still costs me a fortune, more than what I pay for myself for things. It's just fucking wrong. It makes me so angry because all you want them to do is have a a healthy and happy life, pain-free. And you can't even do that. Food is expensive. Good food for dogs is expensive. And that just, good food and everything is just expensive for them. Everything's expensive in general. But I'm angry because why the fuck? Does pet care have to be so fucking expensive? It makes me so angry. It makes me not want to take my dog to the vet because I can't afford it. But he needs to go, so I find a way. This is not fair. This is added fucking stress in my life. But I love my little critter to death and I wouldn't do anything to put him in pain or leave him in pain. So I find a way. And I think that's what us fur fur parents do. We find a way even if it's going to cost an arm and a leg. We find a way. Now, within, um, I've been a bit emotional the past few days. 
Um, my dog, as I've mentioned, this episode's all about Dolce. Um, but he's been pretty sick. He wasn't able to walk the other day. His back legs collapsed under him. He does have um, cancer in his lymph nodes, um, which I think is progressing. The test, the scan, the MRI that he needs is about $700 or so um, to get a definite answer that if it is spreading to his spine and things like that. Um, But I cannot afford this and nobody I know can afford this. Um, I don't really want to ask people for help. I can't do that. So we are doing the best we can with what we know. So yesterday he collapsed and his legs wouldn't work and he was throwing up and he was really sick and it just it was breaking my heart. Um, I'm lucky I have a friend who's a vet and he, I called him, said I don't know what to do. I didn't have a car. I couldn't drive him to the vet anyway. Well, I did have a car, but um, I was so panicked. I, you know, I just didn't really want to drive unless I really had to. But I rang my friend and asked him what I should do, and he said, no, don't drive. I'll come down to you and have a look at him. So my friend who's a vet came over and checked out checked out Dolce and said that if he needed to take him, he would take him with him back to work and do what he had to do. But he um, thinks he might have twisted his back again and hurt his spine. Um, so he gave him some a morphine injection in his back and one in his one of his legs because one at the back is worse than the other and um yeah just said if anything else happens while he's after to give him a call and we'll have to work something out um if the pain persists and he can't get any relief over the next week or so or he takes a turn for the worst um he'll have to be put down just break my heart. I've been with my little munchkin for 11 years and he's been through all the good and all the bad with me. We both have together. So after my friend left, he had a big sleep because he'd been had a morphine gig. And then he got a bit better. He's, he, ate, he ate something really, really late last night. Well, actually that was about one o'clock this morning after his anal glands exploded. So he ate something, he had a massive drink just before when I started the show and he threw up. And um, he looks a bit better today. He's walking, um, he's walking, he's running. So he's obviously feeling a bit better. He's just putting his head on my lap now. He knows I'm talking about him. And um, I've got some painkillers and things for him. And I'm just hoping that he can pull through this little rough patch. Um, I, I'm not selfish. Well, I am selfish. I clearly, I don't want him to die. But if he's in pain and he's suffering and there's nothing that we can do for him, I want to do the right thing, the humane thing. Um, is it humane? I, I don't know. Ending his life. I guess it's something that, each, you know, I don't want him to be alive and in pain. He can't tell me what's wrong. I'd rather put him down as hard as that is. I, I want, you know, he's had a good life. And if he, I, would, I don't want him to suffer. 
And that's the big thing that I wanted to suffer. And I guess that's, that is humane. Yeah, it is. It's the right thing. I'd do the same with the person. Um, I agree with the, um, if you're terminally ill and you're not going to get better and all that kind of stuff that you have and you're of sound mind and you want to make that choice to end your life because of whatever reasons and I think that's I think that's a way to die with dignity um, not this living in a in a bed pooping yourself and peeing yourself not being able to feed yourself being in constant pain watching your family members come every day and watch you be in pain that's not right if you know why not be able to say hey I've lived a really good life I'm not going to get better um, I'm at that stage where the pain's constant, I'm crapping myself, I can't feed myself, I can hardly talk, da-da-da. End it now, where you're able to still say goodbye to everyone. I, I totally agree with that. We do it for our pets, why don't we do it for our, our humans? Um, I've also been a bit stressed this week. Money woes and the usual life woes and my random crap in my head woes but one day at a time slowly pulling through trying to deal with my anxiety trying to deal with all these flares it's so hard and then you throw in on top of that that you start having the day where you're missing someone who's passed away so I've been really missing my dad I've been really missing my grandparents and I'm really missing a friend of mine that committed suicide um a while back now and her brother I miss them I'm kind of missing everybody and I miss my auntie I miss my little godson that passed away you know I miss everyone <laughs> that's not here and we all have those days but I don't this is the within part so you're gonna cop the within um, I also, I want to talk about what I've seen. I was, well, I was on Instagram the other day and there's on my, the Hungry Vegan page that I've got and there's an activist, a couple of activists that I follow and they posted some footage and I can't remember if it was from Melbourne, it was in Melbourne or Sydney right now, but it was um, a slaughterhouse and it was showing lambs that were being slaughtered and oh my gosh I'm shaking talking about it it made me so angry and so sad at the same time the footage was of a, a slaughterhouse worker slitting the throats of the lambs the sheep whatever they were I can't even remember I think they were lambs and he cut the head off one and then kicked it around like a football while other lambs were watching and crying and a baby one runs past crying because it's just lost its mother and it was fucking distressing and I cannot believe that humans do this that's your okay even I don't agree with that at all but that's your job and you're killing something that's alive and you're going to fucking disrespect it and play football with its fucking head 
and kick the one out and kick and abuse the other ones that are still living, that are watching and kick the baby ones. That is fuck. There's something wrong with you. There is something wrong in your head if you think that is fucking right. And I don't care if people listen to this and think that I'm a fucking idiot, but the human race can be disgusting. What fucking pleasure are you getting out of doing that? Okay, if that's your job, whatever. Do you need to make it so fucking disgustingly disrespectful towards those animals who are going to be feeding your kind? Come on. What the fuck is wrong with the people? It made me so upset. I just, I'm still upset about it. I just don't understand how someone can do that. How you can be so disrespectful towards another living being like that. Oh, it's just fucking wrong. It, it really is. And, um, these activists were at this slaughterhouse and they were on the roof and they had got the footage and, they were they were putting it out there that you know what people that are doing this are not doing the right thing it's not right to be killing him in the first place but to to do the other things that these people are doing to the animals before and after they've been killed is so wrong they deserve fucking respect like they're living on this earth with us you know, it's what right do we have to take that? We're just trying trying to live a happy lives ourselves. Aren't they just trying to live a life them, the, themselves? What right do we have to take that away from them and disrespect them like that? We're no better than them. They're no better than us. That is what I truly believe. We're all here just trying to get along. We have no right to end their life. Just like we have no right to end a human's life. It's, you know, to take something that's not ours. That's just fucking wrong. I just, I can't even. I just, I can't. And I'm so glad that I've made the choice to be a vegan because I just keep thinking about how many animals I'm hopefully helping and saving by doing this. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm, just oh I keep getting flashbacks in my mind of the footage that I saw yesterday it's just it makes me feel sick to my stomach um I'm really glad that I'm a vegan and I will call myself a vegan um I really can't wait to get more active and to help give the voiceless a voice um there's some great people on Instagram and Facebook to follow if you're interested in vegan activism and getting involved. Um, James Aspie and um, Joey Carbstrom. I think I've mentioned these in previous shows. And the benefits of being a vegan are great too because food is just amazing, as we spoke about in the weekend Weekend Chubby, was it? I think pretty sure it was the last one. Yeah, to V or not to V. Have a listen to that one. Um, but I'm really passionate about animals and I want them to live the best life they can. And um, I'm not going to force my views on anyone, but if someone asks, I will tell them exactly what I think. I, I've decided right now that I'm going to stop hiding from certain people that I'm a vegan and I'm going to stop saying that I'm allergic to things. When I go out, I'm just pretty much going to say um, it's because I'm vegan or plant-based or whatever. 
um, and this is why if they ask. I'm not here to start arguments with people. I am here to try and make a difference myself. And um, I hope that there's people out there that listen to this and are interested and, you know, shoot me an email, shoot me a, uh, a message on on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Um, my email is daniella underscore relish at yahoo.com. Um, check out The Hungry Vegan or at Relish Me Now on Instagram, Facebook. Send me a message if you're interested or got information on how I can get into being a being a, being more active towards animals and their rights. And um, yeah, I reckon we're about done because my throat is very sore. My lips are cracked and bleeding. My dog is sucking. I think he's cold. And um, I think that's all I can manage today. But thank you. Thank you for listening, and um, I'll try and be a bit more with it next week and a bit more prepared and have something better to talk about, even though I'll never get sick of talking about my dog and I'll never get sick about talking about veganism. So um, I hope everyone has a good day, night, depending on where you are. And um, thanks for listening, and um, I hope you get something out of this. It's not the greatest episode the last one was not the greatest either but um, i'm not doing the best right now and uh yeah i think i'll just say ciao and that'll be it have a good one peeps and uh yeah what we're up to next? Want to get involved in our latest listener polls? Like, follow, comment and interact with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Snapchat. Just search Ask for Pod and join the What You Ask For community. Thanks for listening. Weekend Chubby is our pre-weekend show where we get you ready for your chubby weekend. So join me, your curator, on a chubby odyssey every Friday evening. Thank you for listening. This has been a What You Ask For podcast, part of the Asked For universe. Thanks for listening. <laughs>